0: welcome to the acknowledge your awareness podcast where we casually emphasis on casually touch on the good and the bad of mental and emotional health my name is ty and i'm old man jazz and on today's episode we'll be telling our own personal stories on mental and emotional health thank you so much for joining us in part two of your journey bro uh, hopefully, you've already listened to part one, where we covered our childhood and teenhood, and we're about to go into our early twenties. So, uh, enjoy the podcast. Thank you again for joining us. Yeah, we're transitioning from our teenhood into our early twenties. Yeah. Um. These are yeah. There's, there's a diff, definite uh, difference between the two. For sure. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll start with you brother Go ahead yo, yo.
1: Um, So yeah I Straight off, out of school I took a year off You know, from that um, Situation with the animation thing I just, yeah, I gave up on On myself really And I took a year off Well I say I took a year off It wasn't really, I just didn't have anything <laughs> I didn't have any work or anything like that And I didn't feel Motivated to go pursue any tertiary learning or anything yeah um so i had this year off and in those years i learned how to take care of myself so like this is it's like real simple stuff like washing cleaning all that stuff budgeting Mm. but i just know that that time if i take anything away from it it's just learning to take care of myself and i got really close with my sister during that time because we were talking a lot and told me about her um, issues in life and all this stuff. And it just created this really strong bond that I still have today with her. And um, yeah, but it was all in that year where I was doing nothing. (laughs) But from that, I uh, got into music and that was uh, me and the bro Max. We uh, put some money together. I can't even remember where I got my money from. I feel like I just saved it up from something.
0: Yeah, Max um, I'll cut away one day,
1: yeah, bro. He'll get on here.
0: Well, sure. hopefully the next one. Anyway, go ahead. Surely, surely, <laughs>
1: Max. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, we put money together, got a cheap uh, USB condenser mic, and um, I downloaded Audacity, <laughs> yeah. and recorded my first rap, um, on Kanye West's Through the Wire, and yeah. I remember not hating my voice. (laughs) You know, like, most people, when they first record, they don't like the way they sound.
0: Oh, shit, that's fucking... You're the only one in the world.
1: (laughs) You know, like, people usually hate it, and I remember when I did it, I was like, oh, that sounds pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) Although, to be honest, I had, like, recorded on, like, a shitty-ass MP3 over, like, big pun songs while he's still rapping, and I just used to rap over it. And it was like the shittest quality. But yeah, when I heard myself on a proper mic, or, well, proper, I'm doing rabbit ears. Um, oh, quotation marks. It sounded all good to me. And yeah, not long after that, we made our Dope Smoke Crew SoundCloud. yeah. And we put out our first song, Drive Slow.
0: So it was just during that year. Is that what it's called?
1: Uh, this was like... Uh, between, like, 19 and 20. All right. Oh, oh, actually, yeah, it would have been, like, on the cusp of my 20s. Yeah. Because that's also um, the time when... Oh, well, okay. So my computer broke, and I needed money, and it was a lot of money to fix it. Mm. Or not a lot of money. It was 200 bucks. But that was a lot for me, for who, who had nothing. And I was like, I need a job. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember um my mom's boss uh like in my last year of school offered me a job mm. she's like oh do you want to come to the math and i was like nah. yeah. <laughs> oh, nah. what are you what <laughs> i was like <laughs> work here are you kidding me no way i'm gonna no? work at the school
0: you think yeah, i want money for eight
1: years <laughs> 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 but yeah uh yeah i started working there as a uh, at first I started off as a reader writer, which is just someone that scribes for somebody when they're doing their tests. Nice. And then they gave me like one of the students to work with and I did really well with them. So they're like, Oh, do you wanna come full time? Like, sure. I got nothing else going on yet, sure. <laughs> and then yeah, ended up staying there for eight years. So yeah, my knowledge on um inclusive education, as it's called nowadays, not um special needs. Yeah um is really strong i've learned quite a lot about all of it you know everything from autism asperger's which is on the autistic spectrum nowadays i think i don't think it's a separate one (laughs) yeah to like physical disabilities cerebral palsy you know kids in wheelchairs
0: yeah you could do quite a lot with that knowledge that that knowledge yeah.
1: yeah and my whole goal with that stuff was just to make the kids feel happy and like feel like this is normal, because
0: yeah.
1: yeah, the lesson, lesson I learned from. Normal. Sorry, what was that, bro?
0: Do you mean treat them normally?
1: Yeah, like I, I wouldn't, I wasn't treating them different from any of the other kids. Yeah,
0: was, yeah, yeah. they
1: got the same jokes, yeah. the same. Like I'd pick on the kids a little bit. Yeah, I people don't all...
0: realize how that, like, harms. Them. Yeah
1: they don't want to be babied like because they are teenagers you know there's there's um uh, what do you call it like the spectrum so there's some that are very high need and low need but for the most part they just want to be treated normally yeah and that's that was my, bro honestly I feel like I could just be a teacher for the rest of my life. It's just that the pay is not the greatest. <laughs>
0: right. Yeah.
1: Cause it's so easy. It's like really second nature. Um, just to look after somebody and try to adjust the work for them or whatever, or not necessarily adjust, just to make it a little bit easier for them to do the work. Yeah. But yeah. Um, but yeah, in terms of my young, early 20s it was mostly that just working i i stayed away from the clubbing stuff and all that mm. i was yeah didn't even come into my mind yeah is <laughs> a thing that i wanted to do mostly just being broke is the reason really i don't want to spend yeah. money on fucking going to town getting nice clothes or whatever
0: yeah yeah <laughs> what was your like um video games hole.
1: collecting <laughs>
0: Was your whole like how you said in your childhood the uh, food yep. being the sniffle? Yes, yes, was yes. that prevalent? Yep, yep, definitely. Yeah. Uh, like,
1: bro, honestly, it's ridiculous when my, those first few paychecks, and then I was buying my own groceries for the first time. You yeah. know, I was buying like all the
0: things I like, <laughs> bro, but it was gone in the first night, <laughs> and then it's like, oh. <laughs> Oh, now I know why Mum told me not to eat everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now I've got to eat all the shit food for the rest of the week. But it's like, yeah,
1: it, and that stayed around for ages. It really, like, even to this day, really, um, yeah. it's still kind of the similar thing. I buy like the stuff I like, but it's usually gone in that first maybe hour of it being in my house.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: Yo. but um, yeah, so my early 20s, most people would consider boring, I guess. But to me, like the lesson I got from it was, you know, life can be hard, but it can always be harder. Like there's always someone that's got something harder. There's always someone that's going through something else. And when it came to the kids I was working with, you know, some of these kids, bro, like it's, you would cry, bro. (laughs) It's so hard for them. And it, they just come in smiling and because they know who I, what I'm like, they have a little laugh of me yeah. and it's like, bro, sometimes it's, you know, you take, mm. it's, it makes you grateful for what you have, even if yeah. that's something as simple as walking. Yeah. Like just be grateful for what you do have rather than what you don't have. Yeah. And yeah, go work with some, uh, what an inclusive learning students and you'll <laughs> you will start to realize <laughs> what you yeah,
0: got that, yeah yeah that all sort of yeah that ties back to the whole perspective thing yeah like that would have opened up your perspective yeah bro was, you know that's a completely different world
1: yeah and and i mean i grew up around it because my mum's always been in uh, been a teacher aid right yeah. But when I went to go work there myself, it was like a real eye opener. Just like, oh yeah. I, I yeah. moan about these little trivial things and yeah. it could be a lot worse. <clears throat> but yeah, yeah.
0: One Um one of my I hey. worked one of my aunties is a librarian. Yep. And here in Australia and she told me about this kid that's got some sort of cancer. Yep. And he has to go for treatments all the time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I just remember her telling me the story and I was like, "Hope, like man, that's a completely different I can't even fathom.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, there's a student. I won't I won't say the name just because of whatever reason, but there's a kid I worked with who had, who has like a really rare um genetic disease. Yeah. And bro. Like, they told us when we started working with him that he may have a few years to live. And, like, that's yeah. something that you don't really even think about when you're working with yeah. kids. Yeah. And just, like, knowing that it changed my whole way of approaching school with him. Like, and just, yeah, man, it's it's hard. And this kid puts on the smile, gives it his all. And, like, bro, he was having surgeries for, like, his uh what was it? Like his pupils were like breaking.
0: <laughs> I don't
1: know how to explain it, but he was here to put like like gas behind his his eyes to like oh, I don't know. Yeah. It's just shit like that. Like simple as just sight is gratefulness. Yeah. Like I'm grateful to be able to see.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. And and it's crazy like could. think we touched on this type of thing in the last episode how when that is somebody's world it's all they know yeah and so I don't know what my point is but like usually people from that that deal with that type of thing they you know like when we think we would be in if we were in that position we just couldn't (laughs) (laughs) you know like how to like damn I would be broken (laughs) but you see a lot of people in that situation that are you know, just trucking along. Yeah, it's their normal. Like, yeah, yeah, and it's like, damn. That's yeah, I imagine that
1: strength. Yeah. Yeah. Without even realizing, because that's just what they do. That's their life.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, when when we're like, wow, you know, they're like, what, what, what do you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, man. I actually, when you you mentioned, I could use that stuff. For like that knowledge, I really do. I really want to do something like that, like in the future, maybe as yeah. my maybe like my re- retirement job or whatever. Like when I'm older and don't want to do anything, I'll get yeah. back into tea trading or whatever or
0: something, something to do with that. That's a dope backup plan because it's rewarding yeah, as well. Super I feel like some, yeah, something. I don't because you haven't had any other. Oh no, you have had other jobs. Though. I have, I've had uh one other job like proper job what was that a factory hand (laughs) how long were you there for
1: uh maybe like half a year not too long yeah but um yeah working as a factory hand with my dad
0: um you know stuff (laughs) that yeah 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 see this is i just wanted to bring up a point because i've worked most of my jobs have been, like, sort of like that, like, labor Physical, jobs. Yeah, yeah. And in a sense, none of them were rewarding in that kind of way. Like, yeah. the work you're doing, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not really making a difference to the world or anyone. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So, that's kind of why I just, I'm sort of taking that kind of change in my life now. But, like, I just think that's another kind of perspective that you can only learn by going and doing like labor type jobs or any, like there's not just labor, but there's lots of jobs that aren't rewarding in that way. And I feel like that's definitely a positive, a massive positive that I hope you recognize in that line of work. Yeah. 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 No, I
1: definitely, I definitely recognize it as being a rewarding job. Like is to be honest, if, if, or I'll talk about it in the next one, but um, I would still be doing that job if the situation I'm in right now didn't happen,
0: you know? Yeah. And I would be happily still there. So I'll jump into my early 20s. And I, I think the main theme or the prevalent thing that stands out for my early 20s was to do with depression. All the, so mum eventually got clean around when I was twenty or something. Yeah. Um. After she got pregnant with my little brother, and she was living with his dad for a while, and a lot of shit went down. He was another crackhead. Yep, yep. Little street bloody urchin. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I was, I was thinking, I was pulling more towards the gremlin, but yeah, I like the Richard one. That's a good. One. Yeah, a
0: little street freak. Out? <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, she got away from that. I think. Oh no, I won't say that. Might be a bit incriminating. But I... <laughs> <laughs> um. So. Yeah, she eventually got clean, and my sisters sort of stopped playing up. And sort <laughs> yeah. of all of a sudden um everything was all good. Yeah. For for the first time in my life in my early twenties and my mum wasn't getting beaten up or she wasn't on drugs. My I wasn't to, having to worry about my sisters as much. Yeah. Yeah, just all of a sudden like I looked around I was like, oh fuck. Like this is what I hoped for, you yeah. know? Throughout my whole life, I just wanted everything to be like this. So imagine I just, this is just a visualization. I just sit back and I breathe a deep sigh of relief and go, ah, finally. And then I look at, yeah, and then I look at myself (laughs) and, oh, I'm broken. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. That's right. I'm alive. (laughs) That's right. I saw all of that. I held all of that weight. I beared all of that on my shoulders. That's right. Nobody was worrying about me. Yeah. Not even me. Yeah. And so yeah, that's sort of where all the damage kind of kicked in. I I, I didn't really suffer a lot during those other years because I was too busy worrying about my family. Yeah. So I didn't feel a lot. It wasn't a problem. I didn't Like, I never ran away during any of it. I never broke down. I never really, you know, I I wasn't thinking about me. Yeah, Yeah, I I just wasn't even thinking about me, so I didn't do anything. I was just there, worrying about my family. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't want to do anything to make them worry anymore, so I didn't really act up or anything like that. Mm. So... Yeah, when yeah, as I said, like I sorta of sat back and realized that how fucking damaged I was. And I didn't know anything about anything. Mm-hmm. I I sorta of, one event that stands out when I was around twenty, mum was sorta of, she was just getting clean and she was coping with it. Getting clean I could tell she she was, you know, depressed and stuff as well. Yep. We we're living with my little brother and mum's family have they i don't i can't speak for them because i don't remember a lot but from my perception anyway they weren't very ever like they weren't ever tight Yep. they weren't ever really a supportive family um and that's when i started noticing that when i saw mum sort of struggling and she was trying to get better and was there <laughs> Yeah, and I just I would, like I remember when she was in the middle of her addiction, mm. my family would come and visit for like five minutes. I mean, I think it was only one time I remember my fa- like her family coming, and they came in for like five minutes, and she was just like knocked out on on her bed, yep. like on a come down or whatever. She just barely moved. And I just remember their faces, like, ooh, <laughs> yeah. you know, it was like, they, I don't know, they, they were just disgusted, I think, or I don't know what it was, but they didn't stay long and they left and never came back. Yeah. And I just remember I was there, I was trying to like give them a cup of tea at like fourteen, you know, I was trying to host them. Yeah. Trying to be like, to, hey, yeah.
1: how are you? Trying to small talk, whatever that your mum should have had or whatever for oh,
0: you. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 and. I remember when they left I was like man they like they have no idea <laughs> they have no idea what's going on here and there's yeah there was just not that I know of anyway there could have been help that I didn't see but I didn't did you ever sure. perceive
1: it as like them ignoring it yeah,
0: yeah. they like I felt like they were ashamed yeah of her um and so yeah. That sort of went into my 20s and I brought that up because I sort of hit a breaking point with it. Oh. Uh, my depression started getting really bad and I just noticed mum wasn't really getting much love from anyone. And um, I, I wrote a letter or a message on Facebook to all of my family yep. and I was in like the depths of fucking depression and yeah. I just pretty much said to sum it up I'm gonna kill myself tonight because I hope that that makes you all come together take notice oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. like I like I will give my life to make this family like help each other because it, it it's um you know that's like for my family for I want to do it for them and also, I just couldn't bear to watch it as well. Yeah. Um, so I sent that message, and I was planning to go and jump off this cliff at, in Oriwa mm-hmm. after I sent it, and I was just bawling my eyes out riding it yep. at the bloody internet cafe. <laughs> 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 I, I'm just trying to I, have a coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have any um, any money for, to like pay, you know, you have to pay. Yeah, yeah. At the internet cafe for for time, and I didn't have any money, and I I because I was already balling, and my computer shut off. Yep. And I went up to the lady at the counter, and I was like, "Oh, my auntie just passed away. Can I please just have a couple things free?" And she was like, "Yep, sure." So I got a few more minutes to finish the message, and yep. as I after I sent it out to everyone, my one of my aunties or great aunties, she her a message popped up. And yeah. this is an auntie I never really talked to. Yeah. I, re- I know her. I remember her, but we just didn't ever really talk. Yep. Yeah. Um. But she messaged. She was like, hi, Bob. Hope you're well. It's just a general message. Really random. Yeah. When I think about it. And I saw like Facebook notifies you that it's her. It's their birthday. Yeah. And it was her birthday that day. And. I think like a week before that, her husband had passed away as well.
1: Yeah.
0: And so when that message popped up, like that message, like I wasn't meant to go, you know, like yeah. that was just the straight up the universe. Yeah, the universe was like, hmm, who who do I get to message him? This <laughs> like so just to stop him. Yeah. From going and jumping off that cliff, and it, I just I didn't do it because she asked me to come over. She's like, can you come? Oh. She just like come over and visit or something. And she wasn't very far away from where I was, yeah. And I just thought it was her birthday, and her her husband had passed not long before. that. I was like, oh, I can't do it today. <laughs> you know, like that was just the general message. I was like, oh, I'm, yeah, I'm not gonna do it on her birthday when she's messaged me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's messaged me and she like it's not like she doesn't know, you know, who I am. Or she's thinking about me, yeah. and, and so I. Eventually ended up going to her house I, I, just to see her yep. not long after that. She didn't know. I didn't tell her anything that was going on. She didn't know much about my life. Yep. Um, but I just went and saw her and we just had a catch up. And I stayed the night there. And at about 4 a.m. I heard like, because I was just up. I was awake. I was like
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, I was just sure spinning. Yeah. yeah, spinning in my demons, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> done with the devil. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> At about four a.m., I remember looking in the mirror, and my face was literally like morphing yeah. into like a demon. Like my eyes were going evil. My fucking jaw was sharpening or something. Yeah. And I was just tripping out, like, what the hell's going on? And then I heard these noises in, in the house. And my mind was in such a dark thing, I just went to the worst possible scenario. Yeah. That people had broken in. This was just my first night at my auntie's place. Yeah, yeah. That people had broken in, um, and they had guns, and they were going to kill me or kill my auntie. So I just immediately called the police. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah i told them all this messed up stuff that i'd made up in my head and they came over and it was my auntie making the noise yeah like a cup of tea or something (laughs) and so i just stayed in the room and my auntie answered the door and then she sent them off and came in she was like did you call the police Mm. and uh, she saw me like bawling my eyes out and shit yeah So we ended up staying up all night talking about heaps of stuff that was going on with me. Yeah. And that's truly when my healing started was with her. And that's an auntie that I've been staying with over here a lot. She lives near the island, Hamilton Island. Um, That's when I truly started my healing. She told me to write. I'd never really written before. especially not like that, so she was just like, just write, just write your fucking ass off. And I stayed up for two nights straight, didn't sleep at all, and I just wrote, I filled up, like, a whole book, a whole school book of shit. I I sent a lot of people messed up messages. (laughs) Um, I just got everything out, got all the, it was like a detox. Uh, bruh, i felt when i had, and i burnt them i burnt all those pages yep. and i like, i have never felt so i don't know what the word is bro it was i feel like i don't know i feel like I, bruh, i felt like a walking angel <laughs> yeah so light you felt lighter i guess yeah but i don't know it was more than yep. that like transcendent. Yes, yeah, something, bro. Something amazing happened, but I went... I remember I went to audition for New Zealand's Got Talent or oh, something true. like that. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. And I rode... I went on the bus and I rode my skateboard around and I had my guitar with me. And usually, like, I'm wearing a hat or I've got my hoodie yeah. on, but I, I just didn't want to wear it and I was just looking around and connecting with people and everyone seemed drawn to me yep. and i'm not just saying that like i was fucking just i don't know people were looking at me and smiling mm-hmm. not not in a casual way like big fucking smiles like i was i just made their day or something <laughs> and i was i remember skating on the on my skateboard and i was playing guitar at the same time like everybody like usually when someone's doing that people will look at you and then just look yeah. away
1: a um, little show off kind of thing yeah, yeah.
0: But everyone was smiling. Like, I remember driving, uh, riding past the cafe, literally the whole cafe looked down and they're just smiling. <laughs> I don't know, it just felt, like, crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I went to this, I went and ate at this food court and I was just sitting there eating in the middle of the food court. And I watched the guy that was working and picking up all the dishes and I went and helped him and he was, like, almost in tears because I was helping yeah. him. And these guys asked me for $2 at the bus stop. I gave them $2 and they're almost in tears because I fucking <laughs> gave them $2. Yeah, yeah. I was just yeah. like, like something was up. But uh, what I think it was, if I'm honest, I feel like that was my peak. Right. Not that like it's been downhill since then. I just feel like that's my higher self. Yeah. I feel like that's who I truly am underneath all the bullshit. Yeah that that you pick up in living a human experience yep, yep. but I had released everything and that was like my purest yep. and it was fucking beautiful <laughs> <laughs> it was fucking beautiful I remember I was walking down the viaduct yep. and this lady was singing the do you know In the Arms of an Angel yep. yeah this lady was singing that Join. song I was like you're not playing that song oh. right now dude <laughs> No, I didn't join in. I just sat there and watched. I was like, Perfect. So like, that's <laughs> exactly how I feel. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, Did so... you watch
1: watch
0: Bruce Almighty the night before? Nothing. Or... <laughs> Nothing. <Nah. laughs> <laughs> nah, I was floating. <laughs> nah, that's mean, though. Uh, Bruce Almighty. Hey. No, nah, I'm just laughing at Bruce <laughs> Almighty. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so that's sort of when I got my first little hint of, oh shit, what? like, this is how I heal. Yeah. Oh, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that didn't last long cause I ended up moving back. Well, I didn't even move with her. I just, I was just staying with her for a few days and I went back home and, you know, just straight back into the same yep. stuff, just into the same emotions, the same energy, same, everything um and yeah so those early 20s that's pretty much the theme of it it was when I sort of started not started worrying about myself but realizing myself there was a lot lot of work there that you had neglected per se yeah, yeah. 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 I just yeah nobody was worrying about me and I literally brought this is itch, this is like one of those vivid memories as well. My auntie and my mum were talking, yeah. and because my sisters played up, they had their you know little troublesome teen teenage yeah, yeah, yeah. years. I never had them. I never played yeah. up really. Not in not until my late twenties when my depression started fucking up. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I just remember my auntie saying to my mum, "I love that we never have to worry about Tyson." Yeah. And those, like, even when I heard... I didn't realise. Like, I heard that, and I was like, yeah, that's, but that's cool. that's not true. <laughs> I want, yeah, I don't want anyone to worry about me. But, yeah, those words etched in my mind because I was like, damn, I wish someone was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, even if it was just me, like, I just wish someone was worrying about me because, damn, I nearly died, bro. <laughs> I was so close to just... It's usually like up. that, eh? Like, the
1: ones that... Um, yeah. The whāna usually... Like don't expect it as the ones that probably need it
0: more so. Yeah. And then, and then when you, I think when, when I sort of started being vocal yeah. about my depression, which happened sort of later in my twenties, um, only a couple of years ago, I, I yeah, I sort of just let everything be known cause I was going to kill myself. Yeah. I was, I was just like, yeah. And you know, people, I don't know. I, I, I was about to sidetrack, but no, you're good. Um, yeah, people don't know how to react when it's the solid yeah. one. They help, they don't like. Oh shit, he what? You don't need help. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know how do how do I even help you? You're, you're the one you know, helps. I've never done. Yeah, I've never done that in yeah, my yeah. life. <laughs> how do you need help? Like what? <laughs> <laughs> how do I, I even can just begin see their
1: faces? Just look like at. Um. No, no, that's not
0: your role. Um <laughs>
1: <laughs> What? what?
0: Oh. No, your when did role, this mate? Stay in your <laughs> lane, brother. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's true. Um, it is like that sometimes. Just the ones they don't yeah.
0: expect. Yeah. So. Yeah, I I sort of had a point where I needed to. Scream for help, and I did just that. Like, I didn't give a fuck what I said. I remember my mom, uh, my dad called me, and I hadn't heard from him for ages. Yeah. My dad called me because so, he saw a Facebook post, sort of, you know, just saying yeah. some shit like I did earlier in this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he called me, he was angry, he was like, That shit, you know, that's personal shit. Mm -hmm. And he had read it wrong as well, so he was more pissed (laughs) off about that. He thought I I said something that wasn't true. But I was like, no, this is what I meant. And he was like, and it was true. And yeah, he was just like, that's personal shit. You can't, you know, don't hear that. Yeah, because people change. Like, I'm not like that anymore. Like, I loved her. You're not saying all the good shit. And I can't remember exactly what I said, but, you know, at the end of the phone call, we were all good. I kind of, yeah, just put it into perspective for him. I sort of just said, you know, like, I, like, that's my story yeah, short to tell. Truth. Yeah, that's my, like, yeah. I was there. <laughs> I was a part of it, a big, massive yeah. part of it. Um, and nobody was worrying about me. Yeah. So, like, this is the result. Like, I have to do this or I'm going to fucking die. I have to get help or I'm going to die. Would you rather that? (laughs) Like, dude, like, because it's not going to happen. I don't care what anyone says. I'll never do, you know, I'll never be pressured into something I don't want to do. So it didn't really matter what he said. If he was still pissed off at me for it, this is life or death shit. It's a lot more important. I I feel like
1: the older generation just a bit stubborn when it comes to that
0: this kind of stuff, eh? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Completely yeah, different yeah. world, bro. Completely different world and that's a big understanding that I have as well. Like, even from a psychologist's point of view, I've heard um, who was it? Uh, Joe Dispenza this, a doctor, professor whatever you want to call it, neuroscientologist, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um, he he said, "Like when people sort of get to the age of, I think it was around thirty-five, their brain and the neurological pathways are just completely solidified. Yeah. They are concrete, <laughs> and like mm-hmm. that'll. He, he, I, I don't know if he said this, but he was like, they're pretty much impossible yeah. to change. Once you get past thirty-five, like your brain is just hard, hardwired a certain way. Yeah." Well... Hard wide, yeah. It's just you know, it's been firing for that long and when something it's like this guy in India, he he held his arm Yo. up for so long, I think it was like thirty yeah, something yeah. years, that his bones grew that way and morphed into a way that he couldn't put it he can't put it down now. <laughs> he held it up for thirty years. I don't People, know why. Uh yeah. People are probably like, <laughs> you
1: put it down now. It's like I fucking can't
0: <laughs> Yeah. But, like, his bones and muscles... I think his muscles just disintegrated or something and his bones just hold it up there. So, it's, like, yeah. effortless, you know? But it's, his body's just that way now. And, yeah, so... Yeah, I think that... Yeah, that's sort of a yo, good yo. summary. <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that covers my early 20s pretty well. Um. Yep, so covered our childhood teens early 20s we'll just sort of talk about the present and have a little recap as well yep a summary go ahead yes. brother yep so
1: right now i'm currently living in australia with my partner and i, I made the move what is it like five months ago five six months ago yep. um yeah it's been mean like it's a it's a huge change a huge thing for me, like I, before I'd mentioned the separation anxiety between me and my mother,
0: yeah. and um
1: yeah, she's feeling it, <laughs> she still gets teary eyed when I video call like, and we have a little chat, so yeah there's there was that part of leaving my family um like the last couple years and in, in my uh what do you call it? late twenties <laughs> mm. I've Been like a big part of holding the house down, Um, you know, having the bills, all that stuff, and just being there for people. So stepping away, I knew was a big thing for both me and my family. Yeah, and yeah, so I know we're doing this podcast stuff and all that, and like we, it's about mental health and all that, and I just want to touch on quickly on like my, like where my depression. Kicked in and my social anxieties and stuff. So, um, like a few years ago, maybe five or so, um, oh, maybe not that long, but anyway, a few years ago,
0: uh.
1: um, my mother, my mom got really sick. Uh, we were, we were gonna lose her. Like, she, I see the, I look at the pictures now and I'm like, damn, she, if she had not had the surgery uh. to get her, thyroid removed yeah we wouldn't have had her we would have lost her but um and luckily she got got that in and it got processed quick enough for her to have a okay recovery I mean she's not able to work anymore but she's better than she was um yeah. when she was sick and at that, at that moment I think was the trigger to me really analyzing myself and looking deeper <laughs> yeah. into how I was and dealing with all this stuff and I remember it got pretty bad and I was having a lot of days off work and the boss basically did me the biggest favor and took me to a therapist and um so it started there, like the the therapy and then I really started to realise like all the things I had been holding on to, you know, being yep. that protector and the one that was always trying to keep it calm. Um, it had built up and I just never noticed. Yeah. And then it, it just all came out <laughs> and it hit really hard. I remember those that moment was yeah, really low really deep lows but not to an extent like you brother i didn't um no
0: don't say that stuff so. oh
1: yeah <laughs> but didn't go go um to any level of you know suicidal thoughts or anything but it was just uh give up on myself completely type of thing yeah which i don't know if might be just as worse it's <laughs> just as bad yeah. just giving up on life um yeah i got my my heaviest at that point too i think it was fucking my heaviest was three hundred and one kgs bro. yeah
0: heavy
1: that was my heaviest yeah and um yeah so that was the 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 starting point and the the trip into my mental health and physical health really too and um mm. yeah so now i'm living in Oz with my partner and fuck, I'm blessed to <laughs> have that one. <laughs> yeah. She, yeah. She's bro, given me the opportunity just to work on myself. Like I'm not like currently yeah. I'm unemployed and it's all good. <laughs> like she's all holding right. it down <laughs> and she's even told me, I just want you to work on yourself. Like that's, this is all, this is like a payment from the universe. <laughs> like, that's Yeah. All, all, People need that. Yeah, yo, You definitely need that. And a partner, like fuck, I can't even begin to mm. say how grateful I am. Yeah. Um. But yeah, she she's just given me the chance to work on it and uh, like at any pace I want.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: But yeah, moving to Oz, living in Oz now. You know, I still have my my moments. Like, I had a, I had a bad one a couple weeks ago. So I'm not a very um social... Or I say that, but I am quite talkative. <laughs> yeah. I don't like going out much. And I think it's because it makes me face the issues that I'm maybe ignoring. Whether that's, like, weight issues or just maybe the way I think about myself, the way I look. And so... <laughs> Her, her, my partner's parents came over for a week and we basically did something every day mm. and yeah, it got hard. It got hard, really hard and I had like a really big breakdown on one of the days because we uh, went to the beach and Victoria Beach is a fucking soft air sand but it's um, full of shells.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: So I kept sinking right, and it's Ripping my feet, (laughs) like fucking felt like sandpaper on my feet, and I was in pain. But I was pushing myself to just be there.
0: Yeah.
1: And then when I got out of it, bro, massive explosion of emotions. eh? Yeah. And then it became a whole like hatred of getting myself to this point. And then, but luckily, I got my partner right there, fucking helping me through it, and. Yeah, just bruh. <laughs> Can't even say enough.
0: Yeah, that's um. Yeah, it, it, everything's tying back to your perception thing. Yo. Like, you know, even though I like I've been friends with you for ages, Yo. and I've known you're a massive dude. Like, not even only massive, like tall as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, 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 I used to think. About that, like I'll, I'll be like, fuck, like that. The simplest things that I take for granted must be so hard and yep. difficult for him.
1: Yep. Yeah. Oh damn, son! <laughs> I always thought about that. I like, I always thought my mates didn't think about it.
0: <laughs> like, because
1: yeah. I thought you know, because anything that we were doing it was like expected that I'd do it with them. Yeah. yeah. And. I never thought that they actually thought about whether or not I could do it. Yeah, and I think most times they didn't. But when it happened, it was like, oh, okay, <laughs> okay, maybe yeah. I should have thought about that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no. Nah, um. Yeah. So the the moment uh, where I'm at right now is this huge transition into taking care of myself, really. Yeah, yeah, just a full focus. Like, I've give, been given this opportunity to just focus on that,
0: <laughs> mm. and uh, yeah,
1: super blessed for that one. Um, how's it been going? Hey, eh?
0: how's it been going?
1: Yeah, good. Like, I'm both at my happiest I've ever been, yeah. And like, w- when I left, I thought I'd be like, oh, bro, it was a huge struggle to leave. Cause I thought all the worst things would happen when I'm gone. Um,
0: yeah.
1: You know, like my mom would get sick and all that stuff or they wouldn't be able to stay at the house in. Um, yeah. So it was really hard to leave. So the lesson that I learned from actually doing that and like putting myself first in a in sense is um, that things keep moving. Whether you want to move with it or not, it just keeps going. Like uh I feel like sometimes depression can pull you into your own world and your own oh. thoughts and your own little bubble. Yeah. But the world keeps going on around it. So mm. Yeah, it was like a like my fam's all is all good. <laughs> like they're yeah. just going through just as normal. And my fear was me leaving would make this huge change. But just realizing that people find a way things work out. (laughs) Mm. Just got to go with it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I remember how hard that was for you. And I could relate to that, like doing sort of a similar thing. But I just remember talking to you. And you, yeah, you telling me how, yeah, the guilt. Yeah. And things like that. So, yeah, that would have been.
1: yeah because it feels like survivor's guilt sometimes you know like yeah yeah. like i'm I'm good where i'm at but are they good and that's where you start to feel guilty
0: about it yeah the um one of the most valuable lessons i've learned from not only like my life but watching other people as well like you Mm -hmm. is the best thing you can do for anybody else is look after yourself like the whole entire world that's the best thing you can do. If you're doing that at the minimum you're like excellent, yeah. like A+. Plus. Yeah. <laughs> and obviously if you can do more than that it's a bonus, but that is everything. Yeah.
1: Cuz it truly is selfless. Hey, eh, when you really think about yeah. it, it's not it's, I think a lot of people including myself at the time just think it's mm. selfish to want to work on yeah. yourself, but you're doing the best to help others anyway, because it it just will just pour out.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, when you're hurting, other people are hurting. So if you don't stop your hurting, which only you can really stop, then you're just hurting other people just by being alive. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, yeah, you have to heal to help others. And that, that means like doing, you know, confronting things like mm. that, like, just like leaving them and facing all your uh, uh, scars and insecurities and things like that, like you have to confront them or to heal them. Yep. So, like, I don't know if you expected this, but, you know, like this whole healing and this journey that you and I both are on, but we're just talking about yep. you, the journey that you're on with the... You know, looking after yourself and taking that to the next level is like, you probably already know this, but it's, it's ugly work. Yeah. <laughs> like it is. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's hard yeah. to just, you, yeah, just to be alone. Like, you know, people have, they keep going to work. That's a lot of people's advice for depression. to keep working, yeah. keep busy, keep doing shit, but they do that because they're running away from that. Mm. A majority of the world is running away from what you and I are doing. Yep. And that's why nothing fucking changes. Yeah. That's why there's always this shit. Like, oh, there will always be this, that. Like, no. Not if everyone just fucking stopped and looked after themselves properly. Yep. Um. So, yeah. I just want to touch on how... Yeah, it's... It's not... Like... It's not, you know, like, people think that healing and looking after yourself is just romantic, they have this romantic idea of it, but it's fucking ugly. Dirty work. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. it's dark, it's confronting. Yeah, bro, you're
1: digging out the darkest and grossest parts of your
0: existence. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you have to dig all, like, it's like ripping a bullet out of your chest or something. (laughs) It's for the better, but it doesn't make it any easier
1: damn that's a kind of a good analogy though like a bullet because if you leave it in there it gets infected and just spreads
0: yeah so yeah i I don't know did you know that what's (laughs) it just sort of how like i don't know i I don't know if you had an idea oh what it was
1: gonna be like
0: yeah, like I don't know if you thought, oh, things are gonna be better. I'm gonna be so happy I think, or anything like I
1: think that. I think, yeah, no, nah, I think I was optimistic that, like, you know, the fairy tale come over here with the partner and just have like this mean life. Mm. But it was like the first couple days realized, oh, <laughs> nah, it's, yeah. it's still there. It's not like it just disappeared or anything. It's it's yeah. it's even harder now because you know at least when yeah, i was you alone don't... at home like uh, with my parents i could just walk out and there was someone there but here yeah. when she's at work there's no one here
0: yeah no. and i'm um, yeah yeah <laughs> the universe is just going no nah, yeah. sit with this yeah. shit. <laughs> sit with it. <laughs> that's what i mean
1: it's like a, yeah i think this was like yeah done on purpose <laughs> on the from the universe yeah, yeah, to be yeah. like come on you've yeah you got this. You've, you've, you've collected all these tools and all these learning, you know, lessons that you've learned put into action.
0: Yeah. I just, yeah, I just want to try and drill that home. Not that I'm saying you don't already know, but just everybody needs a reminder, like knowing things and remembering, you know, we, we all forget what we already know, but yeah, it's it's hard. And like, even if you feel like, um, hopeless like even if you feel any like worse than you ever have it's not not always a bad thing you know like there's a there's a great opportunity here to heal that stuff you you don't have any massive distractions and you don't have yeah you you sort of have this freedom to direct your energy to places and yeah like we said it's definitely like it's probably like yeah there's a lot at the end of the tunnel, where Yo. like sh- up, you're on the right path Yo, straight up this is some this beautiful, is beautiful ass beautiful, shit. <laughs> beautiful ass ugly ass <laughs> shit <laughs> you ever see a girl that looks beautiful from one angle <laughs> and ugly ass shit from another dang girl <laughs> you're one angle bitch <laughs> oh, two-faced!
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we just lost all the women fans.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, just to bring bring me up to the present and for a little recap. Um, pretty much, there was a moment where I started truly healing. Um, a couple of years ago, I was I used to drive home from work just wanting to crash into a pole or go off a cliff or something all the time. And I don't know, I feel like a thought just got dropped into my head. I I must have been a perfect time to hear it, but the thought said you're in the perfect position to help so many people. And more specifically, young Mori men. I like I don't know I just I feel like a whole like a vision came to me of me helping young Māori men that have been through a lot of the same shit and if I can get through, if I can heal my shit, I can help others heal their shit and I can break not only my generational trauma cycle, but I can help All these others heal. Yeah, help others. Others help uh, heal theirs. And when I made, when I stopped thinking about myself, because depression is that way. And as I got more depressed, I started getting more self-centered. When I finally had this, yeah, that revelation, where it's like, oh shit, this is for, like, yeah, when I made my healing about other people. Mm -hmm it became so much bigger than me and so much more important and it just took over everything. Do you
1: think it's also, um, oh, do you find it easier to help others than to help yourself? Um, what I mean is like, um, I feel like I, I, if I was supporting someone through the same stuff that I was going through, I'd, I'd be a lot better at supporting someone else going through it than myself. <laughs> I think it's, like, a bit right. of a oh, – it's just a weird trait of, like, um, I find it easier to help others than to help myself.
0: Yeah, I feel like you've got that gift, yep. right? especially with, I don't know, maybe your line of work, but even the role that you took in the yep. family. Oh, true. I feel yeah. like, yeah, that – I I don't feel that way. I haven't really – like, I only really gave a shit about my yeah, family. Oh, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never really helped anyone else, so... Yeah, I don't know. I haven't done it properly yet. Yep. I, I feel like that's something I'm still yet to perfect and learn. Um. <clears throat> um. Shit. Bro, my memory Sorry, is bro. terrible. <laughs> no, no, you're good. Just my memory. <laughs> it's
1: about, um, that it just became...
0: A bigger purpose, basically, yeah, yeah, so that kind of flipped everything on its head, it gave me this sense of purpose, and it made all of the shit that I wanted to kill myself about it turned everything into a weapon. like a not a like in a good way a weapon, not and it wasn't pointed at me, it was pointed at um depression. And generational traumas and shit like that. Everything shifted in like this random moment driving home. Mm. I just felt my whole, yeah, my whole body, like my whole chemical fucking (laughs) um, makeup just shifted. Everything shifted and all I cared about was healing Mm. myself. Um And it, but just because it wasn't for myself, I, like nothing could stop yeah. me. Um. So yeah, that's what I did. Um. I forgot why I brought that up. <laughs> <laughs> I, had, I had a reason. I was going somewhere with that. Um. I'll just bring it up right. to now. But yeah, since then, up to where I am now, I ended up leaving New Zealand. I left my family very similar to jazz. I went through a very similar thing a a little while, maybe a few months before Mm. you did, or maybe a year. Yeah. Would have been a year. Yeah. So, um, but I had heaps of time to like sort of detach Mm. from my family and from everything back home and i processed everything and i shed my tears a long time before i left so I, it was a little bit different cuz you had to deal with covid and everything was quick to be quick you could not yeah, pre- yeah predict, you can't predict anything um so yeah i left new zealand left my home detached from everything and just started looking after myself in a bigger way and growing more and being just completely detached from everything and I was better able to work on myself and and yeah I'm still on that healing path I'm starting to direct my energy outward as I said in the trailer episode which is why I'm doing this now so I've done so much healing and i yeah, I've just done really fucking well. Are, definitely. <laughs> to be at this stage where I'm ready to turn my energy outward says a lot about the work that I've done inside. Yep. And it's just going to take it to the next level like cause as I because I'm ready to turn my energy outward that's also going to help inside like within myself as well like seeing my energy Manifest in ways that I'd always dreamed of. Um, so yeah, that's sort of where I'm at, and I'm on my way to Sunshine Coast in a van. i have been traveling Australia in a van to attend a Buddhist institute and study Buddhism. I'm not sure exactly the details. I don't know if I'm going to be a full blown monk or. Let's go, scary, ahead, bro. Every next I'm not exactly sure what's going to happen. I just know I'm going to go there and see what happens. And I'm going to further my healing down there. I'm going to join this community that meditates all the time. They get together, mostly men, but I'm pretty sure it's mixed. But they get together, they do hikes, they do breath work, sound healing, meditations, all this healthy shit. So I'm just going to focus on my healing um, towards the ultimate goal of moving home and Uh, studying to be a counsellor and helping young Māori males through the same shit. So, yeah, I realise I'm in the perfect position to help them because I I was never... I don't know if I was actually, but now anyway, I'm not scared to talk about this shit ever in front of anyone. And I've got this... I've got an energy that's not... Like, even though people perceive talking about this type of shit as weak and feminine and whatever, you know, like, mostly men just sort of look down on this a lot. Or they'll scoff at it or what the fuck ever they do. I want to show, like, I've got this energy, whether it's a strong as fuck feminine energy, whatever the hell it is, whatever label you want to give it, I've got this energy that doesn't give a fuck (laughs) about men that do that i can see right through people through my childhood that's something that i learned i can see right through people like that i can see right through toxic masculinity i can see right through bravado i've had the scariest looking motherfuckers coming to my home and i can just stare them in the eye and see how weak they are and how broken they are and even my dad i that's i could stare him in the eyes and just see it Even my mum, while she was going through all that shit, I've just seen the scariest people you could see, and none of them scare me. So, I just want to set that example for young moldy males. Just show them how fucking strong doing what you and I are doing. Yeah, Yeah, bro. Like, this is the epitome (laughs) of strength. (laughs) Like, this, you know, like, there's that, there's that fucking thing that people say, oh, men have turned into women now. Men have turned this, men men aren't real men anymore. Like, think about what the fuck men have done. (laughs) (laughs) Are you dumb? Are you fucking ignorant or what? Like, men go around murdering, they go, like, Hitler. One
1: example. example,
0: Was he a man or not? Good example of a man, I guess.
1: Like, come on,
0: you want us to be like that?
1: I feel like this could you be really a topic wanna respond go... the whole thing, bro.
0: <laughs> yeah. You wanna go back to that? Like are you done? We're evolving cunt. <laughs> like are you stupid or what? Why Don't do you just wanna go kill down. people,
1: what are you fucking the man,
0: bro? <laughs> <laughs> just how about you just shut your unevolved ass up and let us evolve? Stop trying to drag us down. Hey? You see what I mean? I've got that energy that'll just shut a motherfucker <laughs> up. Like, I will talk about my broken heart <laughs> and I will fucking punch you in the face at the same time. <laughs> and, yeah. nah. Yeah, yeah, jokes, yeah. jokes, But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's sort of why, like, because, yeah, I, I just realized, like, because Maori men are raised yeah. to be hard. Generally, you know, warrior race. Um... It's in our blood, it's in our history, everything. We're just raised to be hard and when we're not, we're ridiculed and we're made fun of. Um, so I just want to put that shit to bed. I want to bury that old ass shit. Because we got some real work to do and that's what's stopping us. Because young Maldi males, they make up a majority of New Zealand suicide rates. And New Zealand suicide rates per capita are uh, way up there (laughs) Uh, on a global scale. Um, So, yeah, I want to change that. Don't, bro. So, one little recap. One little thing I did want to say, just based on this podcast. Um, We've delved into the past, pretty much, this whole podcast. And um, I don't want to yep. do that too much, you know, through our through our podcast journey. Um, because even though like I'm I'm not a person that'll be like, don't talk about it. You're just bringing it up again, or you're dwelling on it. Whatever. There is truth in that. There is truth in that. Like not hundred percent truth. It's it's very ignorant to just say. Don't do something hundred percent there's a balance, and there there are things there are lessons you can collect from that, so when you bring it up, you also remind yourself of the lesson, but there is a danger in um when you talk about that stuff and when you envision it like we have there's no way around it you will you'll you will feel those emotions again and your body, your brain doesn't know the difference between what's happening outside of your body and what's happening inside. So when those emotions and you're recapping those things in your head, your body's like firing that same event. So you're pretty much going pripping, through that event. yourself for again, it again even if it's not actually happening. Yeah, obviously on on yeah. a much more mild level, but it's, it's happening on a scientific level and bi- biological level and neurological level. Um, so we just got to be mindful about that, about how much we delve yep. into the past, even though like this episode was about that, just covering it. But I just wanted to touch on that, that we're aware and we're not going to talk about our past this yeah, whole time. Now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just get it all out now and touch on yep. it when it's necessary. But yeah, uh, yeah. Get it all out now and fucking be <laughs> present. <laughs> none of that yep. shit is here, and yeah, we need to keep yep. moving on. Love it. Yeah, we do. We're going to do a little check out segment, yep. very similar to the check in segment where we check in at the start of the podcast. But we'll check out at the end um, because yeah, it's important to check on yourself and check on others when when heavy topics are brought up, Um, as I touched on in the trailer episode, um, yeah, it can be unsettling, and you just got to make sure to sort of ground yourself in the present moment uh, when, you know, you touch on traumatic events and things like that, so yeah, how are you doing, brother, how are you feeling?
1: No, good, bro, Um, I think, you know, we've both been through a lot of stuff, and um, I think we're both comfortable enough to talk about it, like
0: no. I don't
1: feel at all um overwhelmed or no. anything like that. It's just this just feels like talking to the bro, yeah, but um, yeah, no, I know it can be hard for a lot of people, so yeah, anyone listening just just know <laughs> <laughs> we're all goods, <laughs> <laughs> even with all the stuff we said, we're all goods, um. But yeah, bro, I'm good, I'm good, it was, yep. uh, it was a mean chat, bro, I really love this, uh, going through this with you, but yeah. yeah, how are you, bro?
0: And it's the perfect timing, hey? Yeah,
1: yeah, Like,
0: yeah. we did the same thing any earlier, we probably weren't ready, yep. or something like that, or wouldn't receive it so well, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty good, like, I haven't talked about that traumatic shit for a little while. Yep. Um, and for that same reason that I touched on in the recap, like, yeah, it's important not to you relive that shit yep. too often, um, and sort of dwell on it, like go back to it when you need to, yep. but yeah, so like, it's always, you know, like there's no way around it. It's ugly, yeah, ugly stuff, but yeah, I've done a lot of my practices um meditation and things so like in the same way that you said uh, i'm prepared for this shit yeah <laughs> i'm well armored well suited up uh yeah. to dive into those depths um so no all good no, no that's good that's good but that, that's our checkout segment over yeah. <laughs> all right we're going into the next little segment which is the toolkit aya toolkit segment where if you don't know what the toolkit is then follow my Instagram aya toolkit aya underscore toolkit and you'll find out all about it it's a mental health toolkit so we're gonna pick out a card each you go first brother alright
1: I'm picking my
0: card what
1: do we got alright I don't think we've done this one Uh, Number 26, thought moment. Uh, Take a moment to observe your thoughts. Simply listen without engagement. Observe them the same way you would watch clouds,
0: just watching and letting them flow effortlessly. Yeah, so when we pick these cards out, we're not going to do them on the podcast. I said this in the trailer episode. We're we're just going to discuss them. And and yeah, so have you ever done anything like that? Yeah, bro. Um it? especially
1: uh oh, like 'cause we've had conversations about stuff like this before. Like mm. sp- like specifically just think observing what's going on and not mm. really putting any um uh I guess awareness are you putting awareness on it but not any action to it? You just
0: Yeah, you're not lost in it, you're not yeah. involved.
1: You're just observing what's going on. So yeah, um I've done that a few times. Oh not a few times. I've done it I do it a lot. Oh. And um it always helps to just put things in perspective and just, you know, realize where I am. You know, what does those these thoughts serve me <laughs> in this yeah. moment? Do they serve me in this moment? Otherwise we can just leave.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. So, you know, it's a that's a great tool to use. Um mm. when you're VL
0: got something on your mind yeah it can um there's a lot of things just like the uh focusing on your breath and using your breath in certain ways like focusing on your thoughts man there's so much power in them if, if you can do them you know i know a lot, a lot of people can't do it they're just endlessly playing with their thoughts and tied into it and so, to be able to step back and just watch them, the f- immediate result, I think, is just realizing that, oh, the thoughts aren't me. Yeah. You know, like, when you're just watching them, you're going, oh, shit, that's just straight up happening. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, and, yeah, like, it's logical as fuck because our brain is just a body part. Yep. And it has its functions and... Just like the heart, like the heart beats, or the lungs breathe, the mind talks yep. and breathes, and we it just because it talks, like we we get so tied up in it, and when it it can it it controls a majority of the world. Yep. And when you realize that you're this thing that's just aware of shit, and you're not actually that voice in your head, or Something like that. You're just this thing that, I don't know, nobody can explain. You're just this thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you you can You gain control over everything your whole entire life. Like, oh, I don't have to follow what my brain says, how my brain's been raised, how my brain's been influenced. Yo. But Damn, if I followed my brain, I would be dead. Yep. Yeah. And a lot of people, you know. Yep, yep, yep. Because, yeah, just the trauma, the damage that was in there, like, I had to turn all that shit around and I had to detach from it first. So, yo, that's the power in watching your thoughts. Yep. (laughs) All right, I'll pull one. You
1: got bro? (laughs) And.
0: Oh, fuck. (laughs) What? I got physical exercise. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) <laughs> that's a <so> straightforward <laughs> damn I gotta do push ups yep. so I'll just read it out execute any type of physical exercise or movement today at any possible time and place perform it mindfully by paying complete attention to the moment so this can be any you don't you can do a 10k run or a bloody 10 push ups like I'm about to do because <laughs> <laughs> my body's sore from being fruit picking so yeah, I don't need too much of it. <laughs> <laughs> this shit's hard, yeah. Um, So, yeah, that's a pretty nice straightforward one. Yeah. We can move on to the next well, thing. with The importance of physical activity, though, eh? That's like the...
1: It's oh, my... yeah. and on top of just being conscious of what you're doing in the moment.
0: Yeah, again, like, there is science behind every fucking tool Yo. in here. And everybody knows the yeah, science bro, this behind. This
1: is a well-studied toolkit, bro. To yeah, help.
0: everybody Man, knows the um the science behind physical exercise, bro. like how it how it helps you mentally, the endorphins and ah, uh, bloody what do you call it? Endorphins. Uh, oh, hot. Yeah. Uh, that's what I mean. Like serotonin. Yep. Um. Oh, there's all that shit. I don't like to focus too much on the chemicals. Scientific. Yeah. Because um, okay. those are just words, <laughs> <laughs> you know. I like to focus more on um, the action and, yeah, 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 yeah. like those, I'm not saying they're not true or anything. I just don't like to focus on words too much. Yo. Um, yeah, because that's not all there is. Um, but uh what was I going to say? I was gonna say, oh, I don't like to focus on serotonin and the chemicals too much because. Oh this is going to go a little bit deep I'm going to go into this a little bit. All right. I'm going to touch on it a little bit. Go for it, bro. The the world tackles depression on that level. You know, you get given um these tools like this, like physical exercise because and the focus is on uh balancing out your ke- your chemicals in your brain and your body. Yep. Like like producing more serotonin will make you feel happier. I can't remember what the hell the other one's called. Why is it slipping my mind? Um anyway. And... Oh yeah, just keep going, bro. I'll
1: take
0: Yeah. They're just words. <laughs> <laughs> um but though cause when when the focus is on those things, when like that's when that's how you handle depression, you're gonna be healing forever because those that Chemical imbalance is there for a reason, yeah. you know, and when you're just dealing to that chemical imbalance and you're not dealing with why it's imbalanced in the first place, you're going to be healing your whole life. Yeah. You're going to be on pills your whole life because as soon as you stop those pills, you didn't, you didn't heal the reason. You didn't Stopped heal the root. You didn't, yeah. Yeah, you didn't heal the source. You've been dealing with the symptoms and not the cause. Yeah of the symptoms so I, I don't like to focus a lot on the chemical shit so this is very important what I'm about to say about the toolkit and it's hard to portray I'm going to find a way somehow maybe I'll write it on a letter or something to every person that I send them out to but to not perform these tools in a way yeah. where you're trying to be happy or you're trying yeah. to feel better. Yeah, yeah. These are meant to be performed in a way to try and wake you up, to try and make make you realize how much power you have over your circumstances, over your body, over your whole entire life. That's what I want these to do to acknowledge your awareness. Yeah. Acknowledge your awareness. Awareness. <laughs> <laughs> It's acknowledged, bro. (laughs) So don't do these tools to feel better. Don't do physical exercise to feel better. You're gonna feel better as a result anyway. Do that like do them to to strengthen your connection to your focus, your attention and what you're doing with your power. You've got a lot of power and a lot of people are using their energy and their power to stay in the hole and yeah so that's an important thing don't try and feel better try and heal the what's making you not feel good all right so we're coming to sort of the near the end of the podcast so we're going to just plug our little social media platforms do a little pluggy waggy <laughs> <laughs> plug what <laughs> um so yeah follow me Or my calls on Aya Toolkit on Facebook and Instagram. So on Facebook, it's just Aya Toolkit. And on Instagram, Aya underscore Toolkit. Uh, Yo, that's all. Yep. Uh,
1: Catch me on TikTok, Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook under Old Man Jazz. Um, Yep.
0: We like to close our podcast out with a quote. Um, so it's Jazz's turn this week. So hit us, brother.
1: Yep. So uh, my quote comes from my sister. Um, we had a conversation recently, and um, she she's just you know she's been checking up on me and um, seeing how I am over here. And we were talking about uh, me and my partner's relationship, and it was just talking about like stuff that was happening and what had happened. And she said a quote that kind of resonated with me in in terms of other things as well. And basically the quote was, uh, what people see doesn't portray the truth about your two are uh, you two. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we <this> the- <laughs> I misread it.
0: Motherfucker.
1: Um, <laughs> we're gonna do this cut that out, G. Uh all right. The quote was uh what people see doesn't portray the truth that you two know about your relationship. And I just thought that was, it it can work with many things like, um, Mm. for instance, what we're doing right now, you know, what people see us doing isn't necessarily the truth of what we're trying to do.
0: Um, Yeah. Ties back to your perception.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I just thought that was a nice way to round it up. Um, And yeah, it just hit home with me. I remember I sat there and when she sent it, I immediately told my partner and she's like, yeah, that's cool. Cause you know people could perceive what's happening with me right now is like I've got a sugar mama or some bullshit like that. Yeah. And like, oh, she's just babying you, nursing you, kind of thing. Mm. But that's not the truth, and we we know that it's not our truth.
0: Yeah, and like they obviously don't know even know you who you yep. are. Yeah. Type shit, like.
1: But... Yeah, of what I've been through and what I've done for the last, you know. Few years of, or for my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yo. yeah. But yeah, some, I just want to end of- on that yeah. quote from my sister: uh, "What people see doesn't portray the truth that you two know about your relationship."
0: Yo, my right, brother. Hey. Beautiful, beautiful. Sweet. God damn. Yo. I've been sitting in a real uncomfortable position as well. <laughs> Yo, I
1: I have to kind of lean forward on my chair. So. I'm- oh, <laughs> Yo, my ass <laughs> God damn all for, oh. the, all for the good cause
0: I might play the um, outro song over all of this <laughs> 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 Play the whole song I'll Play walk <laughs> God damn yep. Alright, sweet now, brother, catch right. you on the messenger yep. sweet. sweet bro, I love you brother Good you